Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one Stockholm Syndrome minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And back to wrap up the week is Cassandra Fredrickson. Welcome back. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Today <laughs> we're going back to minute 50. Which begins with Biff threatening to get Marty put in prison somehow. Uh, somehow. And, and somehow and ends with Marty asking, how could you leave dad for him? Uh, oh, boy. Um, so I guess my first question, which... I, I suppose is the most positive of things to talk about is I can't help but wonder why Biff wants Lorraine so bad. Like, why does he, why does he want her to stay so bad? They've been married at this point for uh, 12 years. So, I, I mean, wouldn't he have, pretty much gotten all he needs to get out of her at this point. Cause I mean, as we find out later, he's definitely cheating on her whenever he feels like. So what's the point of even keeping her around? Like I what is Lorraine, he getting? I think to Biff, Lorraine just represents that kind of like high school American dream, you know? And like, he was just like the first thing that he really, that he ever really, really wanted, you know? Yeah, but I mean, he's had it for twelve years. Is he really? Is he really still attached to her? I mean, point? clearly, I guess. I mean, if he if he if he's willing to like do all this to keep her around, you know. Yeah, I think so, she's like his literal trophy wife. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's still like bragging rights. Like, hi, I got the girl. I got the money. I got whatever. Yeah, I guess you know? so. I don't yeah. Know, it's just weird because who is it a trophy for, you know? Like like the Marilyn Monroe thing I get. Like that as a trophy is like, look, I won Marilyn Monroe. Like I I get that that at least like psychologically makes sense to me that someone would feel that way. Right. But with Lorraine, it's like it's literally it's not she can't be a trophy wife because it's not a because at least from what I've ever heard of as far as like what a trophy wife is, it's like the idea is that you flaunt her around as if to say, look what I got. But Lorraine, like I love Lorraine and I think that 1955 Lorraine and presumably, you know, throughout the 70s, 60s and 70s, Lorraine was like gorgeous. She's great. But – She's not gorgeous in the way that would impress a lot of people, a lot of dudes in the 80s, I feel like. like yeah. The 80s, they like, you know, supermodels and very – like those paintings. And and he's making her look that way. And I I don't know. It just doesn't – it just doesn't – He's she's a trophy wife in so much as like he's proud of it. But – yeah. Well, we have to. It's I like think. Well, so off. he, in this timeline, this Biff was knocked unconscious by George McFly, right? I I think that has everything to do with it. I think I think you know Lorraine was someone that rejected Biff, 
you know, that actually prove Biff's vulnerability that he can't that he sometimes he might not get what he you know what he wants but he did he beat her yeah you know and so he all he i think he always wants to have that over her because she was the one that got closest to getting away and it could also be like kind of a from beyond the grave f you to george okay okay so it's like so so you're saying that it's it's a. Uh... It, it's more of a pride thing than anything. Totally. Else. I I, I, yeah. I think I think Lorraine is Biff's rosebud. That makes sense. Okay. 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 <laughs> um I uh Okay, so then so so after Lorraine agrees to stay, uh Biff says, I'm gonna be back in an hour and you better be gone talking to Marty. Um I'll be back in an hour, so you better be gone. Uh, and I just like, where does he want him to go? Like, I, I mean, I get, I get that he doesn't really care, you know. But like, yeah, I, I just, I don't. Like, what's Marty supposed to do? Well, <laughs> also, I guess go back to Switzerland. Yeah, because it, <laughs> it, it kind of sounds like Charlie Marty just kind of bombs around and does whatever. So I yeah. think it's kind of him just like, look, just, just leave. It's always worse when you're around because she always. You know, I mean, I mean, look at how Lorraine stood up to Biff just because Marty was in the room, you know? Right. I guess that's true. It's weird that she only has clear, uh, clear spirits. Like, There's no whiskey or scotch or anything. No, she's only drinking scotch. Oh, that is scotch. OK, I see that now. And gin. Yeah, yeah she's, she's drinking. Yeah, there there there's a gin bottle. There's some beef eater there, but mm. but. Um, she's drinking scotch. She's drinking the good stuff. Only the best for the, the, the beef eater is for breakfast. It's lighter. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Twelve years. Yeah, ago. there's, there's definitely. Uh, looks like what is that? A bottle of what is that? Usher, ushert, ushert. Yeah, I do see that. Kind of, it almost looks like kind of like a riesling or like a wine. You know. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because it's kind of like. That that goldish kind of hue to it. Anyway, this is maybe it's like a tequila. Don't want to talk maybe it's a tequila. It might be a tequila. Te- yeah, might be a tequila. Uh, but yeah, I just want to talk about anything else. Scott, I you, love. Scott, do you like tequila? What's what's your take on? I'm actually the the times that we've drank together, it's mm-hmm. been mostly beer. I actually haven't really gotten a, a handle on where you're at, like liquor wise or like drink wise. <laughs> Uh, I'm not big on tequila. I like good tequila, but I can't deal with like, like the tequila that like Jose Cuervo or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like I, I, I can do good tequila. Um, I, I, but I don't, I don't like there's, there's some tequila that just tastes kind of dirty to me. Um, <laughs> it just, it just leaves like this, like gross, like dirty taste in my mouth. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not crazy about tequila, uh, or, or at least cheap tequila. I don't really like vodka. I like gin and I like, uh, scotch and bourbon. Oh, um, scotch and bourbon are like my go-tos if I'm going to drink hard liquor. Mm. And usually I just drink it on the rocks. Fancy. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be fancier. It's not like I'm drinking like, it's not like I'm drinking like 50 year old scotch. Oh no, right? yeah. <laughs> um, but that's uh, that's that's my go-to. Um, I have been acquiring a taste for vodka. 
but only particular vodkas. And out of necessity. Drinks. Yeah, mostly out of necessity. That's all you can afford at this point. <laughs> um, scotch isn't as expensive as you think, and, and most scotch is good. Most scotch. Not all scotch, but most scotch is good. Uh, I, I, wh- wh- why? What do you, what do you guys, what do you guys drink? What, what's your Lorraine drink of choice? Oh God. Well, when I'm sad after 12 years of domestic abuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> scotch. I don't or? know. Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if we're talking hard liquor when I'm out, my go-to is either a gin and tonic or a whiskey sour. There you go. So I don't mess around. That's some good stuff. <laughs> some good stuff. Uh, what about you, Nick? What do you? What do you? You know, um, I'm a I'm a whiskey guy. I'm on a I'm a, on I'm on a mission to to refine my my palate when it comes to that stuff. You know, I used mm-hmm. to like I used to like whiskey, but and and whiskey's fine. But I have mostly lost my taste for like just regular whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've moved on to like the 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 two prongs on either side of whiskey of yeah, and scotch and bourbon, scotch. yeah. Right. Um, just because they're like they go down a little smoother than mm-hmm. than whiskey does. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to next time we're together, we'll we'll drink some scotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I'll ref- I'll help you refine your palate. What if we go full dignation and we only we did um, Back to the Future No Roads while like drinking? Oh yeah, totally. We could do that every weekend on No Roads Edition. Totally. There are no roads. We're not driving. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, you're going, we are we driving need just off road because we're so drunk. We're so drunk. Off road. Off road. <laughs> Two very different <laughs> messages. Yeah. I. uh I will say, I mean, we're going to come back to it, I think, later in the movie, because I'm pretty sure that's the jacuzzi over there. Oh, yeah, God. The it looks like a control panel for Mechagodzilla. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the, the Power Rangers should be, like, in formation. <laughs> and Mark's um, like, why didn't you stop this? Or maybe or maybe we some, like, maybe some... backflip out. <laughs> oh, no. Or maybe... That Maybe was some serious death. shit. They're doing the thing like, where they <laughs> act with their with their like hands. Yeah. Whoa. That's no good. <laughs> or uh or maybe some uh like Death Star commanders or something like You should stay like, at the women's shelter on Halsey. <laughs> oh my god. Like just just but yeah, it, it looks like it looks like the things that all like the, the Death Star people like like workers were working on when they were like firing the Death Star. What's the um, type? Uh, it uh, you, yeah. I want um, I want General Hux to uh, tell someone to fire up the the. <laughs> what is it? What is it called? Oh my god! You know what I just Star realized? Killer base. No, no, no. The 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 the, the cannons. What, what what are they called? The, oh, I don't remember. I I don't. It's a great line where you just like fire the ventral cannons. Yeah, um, I think that was what it is. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. You know what I just realized is that if they remade Back to the Future today, without a doubt, Don Hall Gleason would play George. Oh, that'd be great. I thought you were going to say Biff. No, George. <laughs> that'd be weird. Really? Definitely. Yeah, George, for sure. Uh, for sure. Okay. Or Paul Dano. Uh, oh, man, I just saw Looper again last night. 
they, they wouldn't cast him because like what is he even doing anymore like he was like hot for like three oh years. dude have you seen love and mercy yeah i've seen love and mercy but oh my god he was fantastic no one, is talk- no one talked about that movie well, wasn't yeah, even I mean, nominated was for an oscar well yeah but it was like a really good movie that it was kind of yeah it was good but no one talked about it is my point well i mean he got some light oscar buzz in the summer before like you know other movies came out. I mean, kind of the same thing that happened to Jason Siegel with end of the tour. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. And nice, uh, nice view of, uh, Hill Valley smokestacks over there. Yeah. It freaking just looks so like Highlander to the quickening, like in the background. It's so <laughs> weird. It does. <laughs> I'm just imagining Marty just screaming. There could be, Oh my gosh! You know who Marty could use some help with is um, Italian Sean Connery. Okay. Italian, of course, <laughs> Sean Connery. I think it was. I think he was a Spaniard. Spaniard. That's what it was. He was a Spaniard. Yeah, he was a Spaniard. Marty. Uh, oh God! What like all like the Alpha Marty, Beta Marty, and Charlie Marty just like going at each other like Highlander style, and, like yeah. a big sword fight. Oh, you have God. to kill your brothers. There can be only one. <laughs> That can be only uh, one Marty. Sean Sean Connery is dark. One point twenty one gigawatts. Is she pretty? Is she pretty? <laughs> it sounds cool when he asks it. It's like <laughs> it doesn't sound sad and desperate. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it just, we're just getting through this by talking about happier moments. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is really, this minute is, this minute's messed up. It, uh, I mean, you know, it's the part of the movie I was looking forward to least. So part yeah. of me's happy that, you know, this is kind it's of almost a, over. <laughs> yeah, it's almost over. And I, I get what Andrew it's supposed to, to do. Hold hand. Yeah, you know, because like, you, you know, you really do want, because <laughs> the, the audience wants Marty to change this you know so it's you know it it goes back to it's a wonderful life you know mary (laughs) my least favorite part of it's a wonderful life and this is me being a total like millennial feminist and not getting the you know stuff used to be different but like and it's a wonderful life when all this horrible stuff has happened like you know like pot like you know pottersville and people are alcoholics and his children were never born and he's like oh well what happened to mary where's mary and clarence is like she's an old maid (laughs) She's single and she works at a library. And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, Jesus, why, guy? And I was like, is that, is that what? It's not that bad yet. I know. I was like, she's single, George. She never bred. She's as good as dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then I guess like, this is what it kind of reminds me of. It's like, look what happened to the woman when the And it's, I don't know. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's just kind of. You know, and, and, and this is what I was saying that, you know, Zemeckis does have a dark streak that we don't get to see a lot that, you know, we'll, you know, and movies like Death Becomes Her or like Flight, I guess, which is actually one of his thematically darker films now that I think about it, even though it was like really melodramatic. But yeah, so it, it's interesting to see this side of, of him. And, and I don't want to like knock it just for being dark, you know, right. but it's just kind of it's the it's the combo of it being dark and like unpleasant. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, Judge Doom, you know, offing that shoe and then the dip is is dark, but it's it's a good moment. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It's not uncomfortable. Like, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it's like, okay, okay, you know, okay, when you guys, I don't know how many, like, acting, like, public speaking stuff you guys ever did, like, in high school or college, but did you ever see kids or, like, high, teenagers or, like, early college students do a scene that was too adult? Hmm. Yes. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, shut up, bitch. You know, or like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your abusive husband. But like, they're like 13. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. Like, it, it, it's kind of, it, it, this is what it kind of reminds me of. Where it's like, oh, back to the future. Don't, don't, don't do this. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so, it's so over the top too. Like, it's not only like gritty 80s violence, but it's like way, way over the top. Because yeah. it's Back to the Future. It's like if Barry right. Allen landed in Frank Miller DC Universe. Oh my god. He's like, why is horrifying. everyone a prostitute? Yeah. That would be horrifying. I don't get it. Well, it's kind of what's happening right now. I mean, you know, no, no spoilers for DC Rebirth, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, uh... It's... It is weird. It it It's... It's unnaturally dark and it makes the tone feel off yeah this is certainly a easy way of getting this across but i feel like there could have been less problematic ways of getting this and yeah and it's it's just not even interesting problematic it's just kind of like obvious and it's you know it and, and and it's just kind of it's kind of lame to Lorraine you know and right and it's yeah and 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 it, and it just kind of kills the momentum of the movie because you know you the first back to the future had such a momentum and like a, a zippy like oh what's gonna happen next I'm on a ride and this is like I want what I, I it's like a party that you want to leave yeah yeah so yeah I agree um all right. Well, I mean, I guess that's uh, that's all I have for this minute. Do you guys have anything else? Mm, not really. It's like imagine the episode eight. You meet Ray's dad, and it's like drunk, sad Kyle Chandler from like the Spectacular Now. Mm. And you're just like, oh, that's really sad. Oh, it's really sad. Um. Yeah, I don't know. God, Biff Biff takes care of them, really? Because there's that bit where Lorraine's just like, yeah, I mean, we, he really, he takes care of us. And it's like, what? what? Like, she, Linda's in credit card debt and, and uh, Dave is a homeless drunk. Well, I mean, it's not supposed to make sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, but it just doesn't make you can't even you can't even make the the argument. It's weird. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, so that's uh, that's this week. Uh, Cassandra, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, we will be back next week. With uh, 51 through 55. In the meantime, you can go to DuelingGenre.com and uh, go check out our other podcasts. Uh, If you like the three of us, uh, including Cassandra, go check out 
The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast that we all do together every single week, comes out on Sundays. Uh, you can go check that out. Also, Geek by Night, our original audio drama that we all uh, we all produce together uh, and write and direct and all that stuff. So go check that out. If you go to duelinggenre.com slash support, you can support us on our Patreon. Uh, you've got uh, precious day, few days uh, to become uh, a, a patron on uh, our Patreon All-Star Week of Back to the Future Minute. You you will be a guest on this show during Patreon All-Star Week. So uh, go go check that out. Go check out the rewards and, and things like that and uh, support us on Patreon. It really helps us out, helps us uh, make the show happen. Um, it's, it's important uh, to keep the lights on. And, uh, you know, and, 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 Obviously attached to that, let's uh, let's go ahead and give a special thanks to Patreon associate producer David Jeffries. Uh, thank you, David, for your uh, contributions to the show. We really, really appreciate it. It's amazing. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. And uh, I want to give a quick uh, follow Friday shout out to uh, our the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute, our patriarchs, the ones who started it all. And then Indiana Jones Minute, Jaws Minute, Wrath of Khan Minute, Alien Minute, all of which are doing really great stuff with their uh, their Minute podcasts. And I am sure there are many, many more on the way. So we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.